Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Credible Nerds podcast. This is the podcast you're looking for. Don't go about your business. Stay here. Well, go about your business and listen. And then you can move along. Move along. And may the force be with you, always. Random Inks Productions and the Credible Nerds present Star Wars Apologetics, Series 1, The Phantom Menace. Welcome everyone to the Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin, and as always, I have my fellow Jedi with me, Harry. Hi guys. We want to thank you guys for joining us again on this podcast series, Arguments as to Why the Phantom Menace is a Great Star Wars Movie, also known as Reasons Why the Phantom Menace Doesn't Suck. We'll be talking about a concept, a character, an event, an idea of the Phantom Menace that we really find enjoyable, that we think adds to the the greatness of this movie. Uh, it's got a lot of hate and critis- criticism over the years, and we're here to, to push back against that and say why we like The Phantom Menace and why it's a good Star Wars movie. Um, previously, we've talked about pod races, uh, Anakin and Padme's relationship, Darth Maul, Darth Sidious, our 2 and 3PO meeting for the first time, tons of different concepts that we've gone on about in previous episodes. So definitely check those out if you haven't already. Uh, this time we'll be talking about how Anakin and his mother say goodbye, which is a pivotal moment in this in this film, a uh, pretty emotional moment. Uh, Anakin at this time was a nine-year-old boy, and he lived with his mother, the only parent he had and knew, didn't have any siblings, so it was just basically him and his mom. And the Jedi show up and do what Jedi do with Force users. They, Some people say they kidnap him, but... You know, they they take him to their Jedi temple to be trained to be a Jedi. So one of the big criticisms of this film is that people didn't want to see young Anakin. You know, they didn't want to see a nine-year-old kid who's going to be Darth Vader someday. You know, they didn't want to see the sweet little boy and his relationship with his mother and all that stuff. That was one of the big criticisms. For you, Harry, what were your thoughts on perhaps hearing about Anakin as a, a kid for the first time or uh, seeing it on, on the screen, you know, what were your thoughts? I was mixed. You know, I was like, huh, I don't know how this is going to work. You know, I imagine it's something different. So uh, what, what were your thoughts on this? I was more intrigued than anything, I think, um, because we, we started with Darth Vader, right? He's the big bad guy. Um, that we that the first real villain we see in the Star Wars saga um, way back in 77. And then all of a sudden we're going to see him before. So I was really interested in, in how Anakin turned into Darth Vader. You know, what was his, his journey that led him to become a Sith Lord? Um, so, I mean, I knew I was going to see him young, but didn't really care because I was just more interested in the, the journey into darkness and, and seeing a character who uh, had promise how easy it was for him to fall because it's a, it's a, it's a common theme, right? Um, so many people have promise and then get lured off to the dark side 
of whatever form it is and whatever movie or book or whatever, um, what, what those journeys are. And I was really interested in, in Anakin's journey. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people wanted to see the bad Anakin right from the get go. They wanted to see him as this, uh, punk or I don't know what they wanted to see, but a sweet little boy they did not want to see. And for me, it's, it is about character development. I think it was a bold move. I think it was the, the right move. The only thing I would change about that is maybe make him a couple years older, but that's superficial. But, um, you know, you don't want to see, you want to see, for me anyway, a character grow, evolve, change, and become different than what they were at the beginning. You know, by the end of the movie, you want them to be different than what they were at the beginning, whether that's good or bad or what, you know. We saw that with Luke, you know, in A New Hope, he was this innocent little farm boy that's, you know, was idealistic and naive. But by the time we saw him in Return of the Jedi, he he had wisdom, he had grown, he changed into a Jedi Knight. You know, we saw that character growth over over those three movies. And I think we needed to see that with Anakin as well. I 100% agree. Um, and I think it, it gives more depth to the character, but it also makes you feel more for him because he did have all this promise and he was a young, innocent boy. We didn't see him as just a, as a punk. This is a, this is a character who... Um, through choices and actions and experiences starts drifting off into a different path and becomes a totally different person from what he was. And to me, it makes it more interesting uh, versus just, you know, this evil little kid who's, uh, you know, out torturing Banthas for fun, you know, like it's easy to see him become the Sith Lord, but for someone who's, um, who's not, who's a good person to start, it matters more and it makes it hurt more when you see him fall. Yeah. So, you know, it, just you feel more for the character and that moment when he is gone you're just like wow that hurts yeah yeah episode three is a lot more powerful because of what we saw here in episode one with anakin uh so uh, like i said earlier an emotional moment is anakin agrees to go with the jedi to train and his mom shmi feels that that's the right thing to do and so he gets his, he's all excited. I thought they played this part really well. Cause he's like, yeah, I get to leave. I get to go train to be a Jedi and do all these cool things. I get to go see Coruscant, this, you know, huge planet city planet. You know, he's all excited. And then he starts to think, he's like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm leaving. And my mom is not, you know, that's, and you see, to see it, you know, Jake Lloyd played it really well. He's just like, Whoa, what does, you know, he finally hit him what that actually means. And he kind of, he's like, I don't know if I want to go, mom. I don't know if I could do it. You know, and that's totally natural. That's totally believable. I thought great acting job on, on Jake Lloyd's part there. Uh, yeah, there, I agree. Um, you know, he had spoken earlier about wanting to see all of the stars and visit them all. And um, here he's getting his chance to go soaring into the stars. And he's, like you said, really excited about this. But then in the moment to leave, he's like, but mom's here. You know, I don't, you know, I have, I have friends, but I only have one mother and they already told me, they don't know if I'm ever going to see her again. Yeah. And uh, he's a sad little boy. Yeah. It's a tough decision, but like any other mother, you know, Shmi wants what's best for her son. And she knows he's not going to get the best there 
saying on Tatooine and being a slave. And so even though it's a hard decision, a heart-wrenching decision as well, she said, hey, you need to go. She supported him and let, you know, told him to go, to be brave and don't look back. You know, that line is just is killer. So as parents, I think any parent who sees this, you know, they get a little emotional. Because um, we've all sent our kid to, to camp for the week or, you know, the go away to school even, to a boarding school or college or something like that. And that's hard, you know, but, you know, you can still call them and they come back for Christmas, whatever the case may be. And, you know, you're going to see him again. But this is a whole nother level where he may come back and he may not. We don't know. So that's just rough. Yeah, really, really tough. But the, the love his mother had for him just to get him out of the terrible life that he really had. Go from being a slave to to possibly being a Jedi someday. And, and at least he was going to be taken care of and, and not be a slave anymore, which for a, a mother slave who's, who's lived her life in slavery, that had to be the ultimate dream. Yeah. And this, as hard as it was, and as well as he was able to, you know, do this thing and move on. I don't know if he ever moved on, but move forward. Uh, it's this decision still affected him. We see, in Attack of the Clones, that's one of the main themes is he wants to go back and see his mom. He tells Obi-Wan that, and Obi-Wan just kind of, eh, don't worry about it. That's how it goes. Kind of blows him off. And then by the time he makes it back, we see this arc where he leaves. And then by the time he does make it back, his mom dies in his arms, right? And so the guilt that he must feel because of this moment in Phantom Menace of him leaving, you know, that's part of the reason why... He fell to the dark side because he couldn't forgive himself for that. And any son, he probably felt like, had I been there, maybe I could have protected her. Or, you know, she would have been safer with me around. Maybe she wouldn't have got married to, to this guy and gone and lived out in this, this desolate settlement where she was captured. And had I not left, she'd still be alive. So the, there's real guilt. He, he's feeling bad and, and feeling uh, to blame for it. And, it does drive him further and further into darkness. Yeah. And you see that and it, it makes sense. You know, it's like, well, if, if I had to go through that, I'd be a little dark too for a while, at least for a while. You know, if I had to leave my mom when I was nine and then 10 years later, come back and she dies, you know, if this exact scenario played out or a similar scenario, I, I think I'd <laughs> kind of feel the same way. So it's totally believable absolutely so yeah this moment uh while the pod race was fun and exciting and you know it was just right before this moment you know you're on that high of the pod race and then all of a sudden it goes to this sequence where anakin's like oh i gotta leave my mom <laughs> you got this total you're on this high and then you're on this i wouldn't call it a low but it's it's uh it's gripping it's it's brutal to have that you know this emotional moment right after that the high of the pod race, but I think it plays out really well. Yeah. And you just feel for this, you know, little Anakin because he's, he's leaving with people he barely knows. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that part is kind of a little much, but yeah, whatever. Like, I, I, just, I think it I, shows some the, the strength of the Jedi still at that point yeah. where a mother is willing to trust her son to the Jedi, because these are the best of the best. These are, you know, the guardians of the galaxy still. And yeah. she could trust them. Uh, 
um, even though maybe he didn't quite understand, she knew that she could trust a, a Jedi to, to have her son's best interest at heart. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point that you bring up because earlier in the film, we see these little moments of with Qui-Gon and Shmi talking and they're just maybe at 30 seconds or a minute, you know, nothing big. They seem together talking and they both respect each other. And you kind of, that builds on the, on the, her trust for them, the way he acts and the way they interact in those brief moments where you see that, okay, she realizes these are the good guys. You know, these are people that want to do good things and can provide, you know, the structure, the, the education, you know, if you're going to the Jedi temple on Coruscant, I mean, you're going to be taken care of, well taken care of. So she saw that as an opportunity, even if that was a heartbreaking one, it was a good one. If, you know, if you can ran the numbers, took emotion out of it, you know, that's, that's a good situation for him to be in. Yeah. As tough as it was for her, she was looking you know, at Anakin's future and, and giving him the best shots. And it's really showing the mother's love. And that's where as a parent, you felt it. And just like wow this is so powerful and it, it's it's happy sad um leaning towards the sad um and uh you know with with the knowledge of what happens eventually you're like well the little guy should have just stayed with mom <laughs> yeah um, and the story would have been so different but um it's also a defining moment in his life and, and helped shape him in the next decade yeah that's that's a good point i think if you hadn't seen like we, you know, us old school guys, we saw the original trilogy first. If you had never seen that, and this is your first exposure to Star Wars and you didn't know, every once in a while someone would post on social media, hey, I showed Star Wars to my friend and they didn't know that Anakin was going to turn into Vader. And you're like, oh, how would that be to watch this movie? I'm just think, oh, there's this cute little kid and he's going to go join the Jedi, be a good guy. You know, and then just watch it play out that way. That would be... That'd be really cool to see for the first time. Um, For us, you know, the big reveal of, spoiler alert, that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. You know, that's a pretty big moment. But I think having this moment would be just as, you know, interesting, in in my opinion. Oh, I agree. And uh, um, just his his whole story arc from, from young Anakin to his death, is uh, one of the great stories in cinema and um, you know it was something you know to talk about eventually but you know the redemption um, and the, the fallen redemption it's just it's such a great story and having him start as a child just makes the whole thing more powerful when you see it all together yeah definitely so anyway that's what we think about uh, Anakin and his mother saying goodbye in the, the Phantom Menace what are your thoughts on this moment? Was it emotional for you or did you think it was a bunch of crap? Uh, if you don't like Kid Anakin, you wanted to see Menacing Vader from the beginning, you know, let us know what your thoughts are. Follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just do a search for The Credible Nerds. Join us in on the conversation. Let us know what you think. Uh, we're going to be talking Star Wars, The Phantom Menace for the next few episodes. Uh, The next up is Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi meet for the first time. We'll talk about why that's significant, if you don't know already. But uh, we'll be talking about their first meeting and how that went. So I I was a little 
I'll save that for the episode. <laughs> but it is a, another defining moment in the saga, so we'll be talking about that. So thanks for joining us here on The Credible Nerds, arguments as to why Star Wars The Phantom Menace is a great Star Wars movie, and may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. <laughs>